It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Matthew Leach, talking New York Mets with MLB.com's Mets beat reporter, Anthony DeComo. I kind of hesitate and even apologize for starting with this uh, because it's coming off of three of the most compelling, entertaining, memorable regular season games in a long time. But I still feel like the question we have to start by addressing is the question of Matt Harvey. And so um, I think first, there's a lot I want to know, but I I think what I really want to know is this plan that they apparently have now, where he is apparently going to start two more times um, with rather extended spaces in between them. Um, It it seems like, what's the old saying about you've got a good compromise if nobody's happy? Um, It seems like an awfully weird compromise. And so first I'm wondering kind of how they got to that would be what made sense. Yeah, well, it's complicated, it's convoluted, and all those things. And and no solution they could have come up with was, was going to be a good solution for the simple reason that this was essentially sprung on the Mets at, at the last minute. Uh, this innings total, this uh, 180, which is going to be a little more than 180, and how much more no one knows, and so on and so forth. It was sprung on them at the last minute, so the Mets had to scramble. They had to scramble with Dr. James Andrews, who performed Harvey's surgery. They had to scramble with Scott Boris, who brought this whole thing up in the first place. And uh, this is the solution that they came up with, is that he's going to pitch once more against the Yankees, and then probably once more after that, the final weekend of the series against the Nationals. And the reason why is is sort of multifold. Um, you know, the Mets are hoping that they just go ahead and run away with this division now. They took a big step in that direction this week, taking their four-game lead, making it to seven. And it's reasonable to expect now that they could clinch with maybe even a week left in the season, maybe if, if – they stay hot and the Nationals don't, it could conceivably even be even more than that. So you look at that, and you look at Matt Harvey now within single digits of 180 innings, and you say, well, just pitch him as, as little as possible, or maybe not at all, and then you do in the playoffs. But one of the things that Dr. Andrews has said to Sandy Alderson is that uh, going too long between starts for Harvey can be just as damaging as, as overusing him. So the Mets are wary of that. Uh, they don't want him to go too long without pitching before the playoffs, especially when you, you know, expect he's going to be at max, max capacity, max adrenaline, max everything uh, come the National League Division Series. So this is sort of the compromise that they came up with. Uh, he'll start against the Yankees. If they still hold a lead like this, and those games aren't, aren't super important, and right now it seems like they're going to be a lot more important for the Yankees than they are for the Mets, uh, maybe it's a little bit of a shorter start. He'll start again, probably, that final weekend of the series. And that I could see being a very abbreviated start, maybe something like you see the last turn through in spring training. Um, But it's all up in the air. It's all subject to change. It's all fluid. Uh, If the Nationals cut this thing down back to five, four, 
games get closer than that, then you're going to might need him three times in the regular season. You might decide to skip that final start altogether uh, if you think you can keep him sharp just by doing simulated games or anything like that. Um, but I just circle back to the first thing I said, and this is just a bad situation from the start for the Mets. They've done everything they feel that they can do to make it better, but the solution was never going to be good, and I don't think anyone would argue that, that this is ideal by any means. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the, the interesting issues here uh, is that, uh, that that whole that whole question of the time between starts. I mean, as it is, just doing the quick kind of back of the napkin math, you're looking at something like 11 days and then something like uh, another 12 or 13 days. Um, and, and it seems like that's bordering on what they had not wanted to do. You know, this talk of maybe a DL stint at some point to buy two weeks. Um, so to what extent is that concerning either to the club or to the, to the pitchers uh, group uh, as far as, or I guess maybe the other way around that is, how are they confident that they can sort of combat that being a problem, uh, having a guy essentially pitch once in what's going to come out to be three and a half weeks? Well, I'm not sure they are confident. It's just that they don't have any other choice, really. I mean, say the alternative is you pitch him three times or even four times between now and the end of the regular season. Then all of a sudden that innings total, which is at you know in the 170s now, is, is in the 190s maybe. And whatever you think you have left for him in the playoffs, and uh, it sure sounds like that's something the Mets are still negotiating with Scott Boris and with James Andrews and trying to get as much as they can out of Matt Harvey's right arm. But whatever you think you have left is going to be less if he goes three or four times in the regular season. And it certainly doesn't seem worthwhile uh, if you're talking about wrapping this division up with a week left to go. Uh, so, you know, they just have no choice in what they can do. And, and he'll throw regular bullpen sessions. He'll throw on the side. He'll play catch every day. He'll do all the things the pitchers do to stay sharp. Um, you know, we've seen Matt Harvey in the past be very, very good, dominant even, with a lot of extra rest. We've seen him be outspoken about not liking that extra rest. And this year, a couple of times when he's had it, he struggled. And, and he's pretty pointedly blamed the extra rest for that. But, again, I mean, they've put themselves in a situation where you sort of throw your hands up in the air and you say, what can you do? Because all the alternatives just seem worse. Um, you know, you can pitch him less from now until the end of the regular season, and then you really have some concerns about him being sharp come playoff time. He certainly wasn't sharp the other night uh, in Washington. You can pitch him more, but then that innings total just piles up and up and up, and it's the whole situation that Scott Boris and Harvey's camp wanted to avoid in the first place. So there's just really no good solution. And this is, uh, like you said, you're, you're drawing it out on, on the back of a napkin. I think the Mets are kind of doing the same thing and just hoping it works and, and hoping that down the line, once they do get to October, they can get a few more innings out of that arm by saying, hey, look, you know, I know it's a little over that 180 mark, but you know, we've put him in stress-free situations. Uh, we've limited his pitches within innings. We, we haven't really taxed him and a lot of these other factors that they're looking at. So uh, the hope is, again, no one knows how much he's going to be pitching in October, but, but the Mets are pretty confident he will be there, and the hope is that he will be there for more than just a cameo. Okay, so we're not going to spend the whole 10 minutes on this, even though I could probably go 20, because I just think there's a whole lot to be to be broken down here. But um, I, I think we're going to go to some, some big-picture, put-you-on-the-spot questions. Um, is, this, is this race over? And if you didn't believe it going into the National Series, you have to believe it now. And 
in any other division in baseball, I might say no to that. Um, but just seeing what I've seen from the Nationals, uh, you don't even have to look at what the Mets have done to say that it's, it's just really hard to envision them coming back. And, um, you know, I've said it on this podcast last week, I think. Uh, David Wright said the same exact thing yesterday, that this is not 2007, this is not 2008. This Mets team has much better pitching. It's built around pitching, whereas those teams are really built around offense. Uh, so you just can't. It's, it's, I'm not going to say you can't, but it's a lot harder to get into one of those situations where it just gets away from you and you go on a five, six, seven game losing streak and, and are in danger of losing the division lead because when you have Jacob DeGrom going out there every five days, when you do have Matt Harvey for one or two more starts, uh, when you have Bartolo Colon is suddenly pitching out of his mind, uh, Steven Matz and, and so on and so forth go down the line, uh, it's just hard to envision them doing anything worse than like sub 500 or maybe even slightly sub-500 baseball down the stretch. And, frankly, that's not enough at this point for the Nationals to catch them. The Mets would have to be significantly worse than that, and I just don't see it happening. You mentioned DeGrom. How big a deal was it to get that quality of start from him last night after he had had a few that weren't quite at that level? It was big. There were a lot of people within the organization that are, that were and still are concerned that he's, he's having a little bit of fatigue. And nothing abnormal, nothing you wouldn't expect from a guy who has not thrown this type of innings total before uh, in his life. But, um, you know, it's a concern when you're going to be counting on this guy throughout throughout October. So uh, to see him do what he did, uh, seven good innings, velocities there, strikeouts are there, all of that is there, uh, I think was, was a nice sigh of relief for them. And, that, and that's probably the biggest reason, even beyond Matt Harvey, because like I said, there, there's only so much they can do with him at this point. Um, but if they can wrap this thing up early and skip Jacob deGrom in the rotation down the stretch, maybe even skip Noah Syndergaard down the stretch who's in a similar boat, um, I think that would make them feel a lot more comfortable about where their rotation stands heading into October. And then one last thing. Nobody actually believes that the guy who's been there five weeks is the MVP, do they? This is just people <laughs> trying to have some fun, come up with interesting storylines. You know, there are people who, who are trying to make that argument. And, again, I, I'm, I'm not in that camp. I know you're not in that camp. Uh, games played is critical. Bryce Harper has been out of this world. Uh, he's better, in, in, as far as National League statistics go, he's better in pretty much every major category you can think of. And he will be the MVP. There's no denying that. But it's a fun discussion to have. And the fact that Cespedes will get some votes uh, if he keeps this up. I mean, he, he might finish in – Ninth, tenth, eleventh place, or something. That's remarkable for a guy who's going to wind up playing sixty games in the National League. I mean, he's going to wind up playing a little more than a third of what other guys are doing. And the fact that he can even be in this conversation and get votes at all is pretty remarkable. So, will he win it? No. Uh, but the fact that we're talking about it is nothing but a good thing for the Mets. All right. Well, Anthony DeCombo, thanks for taking some time to talk here on MLB.com Extras, and thanks everybody for listening. You got it. Okay, sounds good. Everybody, welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Matthew Leach, talking National League East with MLB.com's NL East beat reporters. We're talking about the Atlanta Braves with Mark Bowman and taking a look at the question of the number one overall pick in the draft, uh, Manny Banuelos and the rotation, and Hector Oliveira's debut. 
Talking Miami Marlins with Joe Frasaro, getting an update on Dan Jennings' situation, the plans for Jose Fernandez and JT Real Muto's future. Talking New York Mets with Anthony Como, talking about that whole Matt Harvey situation. I ask him whether the race is over, and we touch on this very odd question of whether a guy who's been there for a month is the MVP of the National League. Talking Philadelphia Phillies with Todd Zalecki, and we'll be breaking down the GM situation from all angles. And talking Washington Nationals with Bill Ladson. We'll be taking a look at Matt Williams' future and how the Nationals get back up off the mat and get back in this race. This is MLB.com Extras. Thanks, everybody, for listening. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.